Welcome to Fair Podcasts. Join your hosts as they dismantle current news articles and help separate fact from fiction. On today's Fair Podcast, Fact Check. Let's start the show. The Trump administration separating children from families. What's the truth? What's the reality? Here for your fair take, Dan Stein, president, and I'm joined by my colleague, Matt O'Brien, director of research who knows everything there is to know about immigration policy, including the reality of this issue. Matt, welcome. Thanks, Dan. All right. So the history behind why we see families coming across the border, why is this happening now and what's the genesis of the policy that we see in play right now? This all goes back um, to a time before the uh, Wilberforce Anti-Trafficking Act. And there was a settlement agreement referred to as the uh, Flores Agreement in which um, the immigration authorities agreed to certain conditions that they were going to follow for uh, detaining families that, or minor children that arrived here alone and families that arrived here together in the United States. So, so in the 1990s, there was a lawsuit brought by the, by the ACLU challenging the detention of immigrant families, people who were trying to come in illegally. And the ACLU brought this lawsuit and in a, basically a coordinated effort with the Clinton administration, agreed to a settlement that said that they, for, for all intents and purposes, wouldn't detain minors, alien minors. That's correct. That's, Although That's the Flores Agreement. Correct. And there was a lot of flexibility in the Flores Agreement, though, to allow for emergent situations where the child might be suspected to be a criminal or a terrorist or to accommodate other situations where there were national security or public safety interests. All right. So then comes the Wilberforce Act, which you mentioned, which was a law designed, apparently pushed by Democrats, by Dianne Feinstein. Joe Biden uh, was also part of it uh, when he was in the Senate. This was in the early mid OOs, and he and this this the effort here was to try to prevent alien children from being exploited by traffickers and smugglers by ensuring that they would be released to custody, uh, so they wouldn't be they wouldn't in some other way be abused by traffickers, and, and it really hasn't worked out the way it was intended, right? Uh, no, th that bill set up a system where Health and Human Services has a division that is supposed to arrange for either placements in foster care or uh, temporary placements in juvenile facilities for any of these children who are attempting to come in alone. Um, it hasn't worked out very well because HHS really wasn't set up to do this, and HHS never into its system built in the surge capacity to deal with things like the influx of unaccompanied alien minors that showed up in the border in 2016. So in the Obama administration, after the Wilberforce Act passed, big influx of families. Now, was the Wilberforce Act part of the reason we now see these families coming across? Uh, it was part of it, but it was the effect was exacerbated by the Obama administration's interpretation of the Wilberforce Act because the Obama administration read that act as meaning that any uh, child who came here had to be processed for some sort of an immigration claim and not detained, when what the act really set up was a scheme where people from non-contiguous countries would be evaluated to see if they had any asylum or other claims. And people from Mexico, to the extent possible, would be immediately returned to their families in Mexico. So the way the Obama administration interpreted that trafficking act, whole families were seeing this as a way of getting into the country. That's correct. And then that was even more exacerbated with the talk about DACA. Right. 
So the Obama administration had a crisis on their hands, and they started trying to detain alien miners, right, in 2016? That's correct. And so they dispatched National Guard troops and other things and tried to to manage a crisis kind of of their own making. They had uh, large numbers of uh, National Guard troops, Border Patrol agents, Customs and Border Protection inspectors, ICE agents, all diverted to sort of act as babysitters for these groups of kids. But part of the problem was— They also tried to get people to apply for refugee status in the home country, too. They were trying to find ways to make this go away. That's correct. And part of the problem with the whole situation was there were a large number of people who weren't, in fact, minors, and a large people, both minors and people who were over the age of majority, who turned out to be gang members uh, associated with very dangerous gangs like MS-13. And so in a sense, the way the Obama administration interpreted this, it was used by traffickers to actually bring illegal immigrants in, many of them either minors or posing as minors, who were then taken by HHS and then reunited with their illegal immigrant, illegal alien parents. And so essentially the, go- the government was actually helping to transport them into the interior of the country. That's correct. And it's not entirely clear that the government didn't actually become complicit in real trafficking because a number of these children were released to supposed near relatives like aunts and uncles that the administration was never actually able to verify the family relationship, which is a scary thought when you think about it. So under the Obama administration, a lot of these families thought that if they brought in their children with them, that would be used as a lever to get released, the whole family, and those were policies that were promoted by the Obama administration. That's correct. And in addition to that, a lot of people just put their children on the road to come to the United States, believing that the children would have an easier chance of getting in with either if they were DACA unaccompanied, type, right? Exactly. Yeah. DACA type artificially program. unaccompanied. On the horizon. So it's a manipulation of the, pro, of the program and a manip- manipulation of the policy and the law. Correct. So, all right, we, now we fast forward to the Trump administration. They're cracking down now by saying the parents are going to be detained. And the, and the children are being placed with HHS. And then they're placed with people whose status is probably not legal, right? And then 30 days later, HHS makes up a follow-up call, due diligence, not required, but they do to make sure... Everything's going okay, right? Well, not surprisingly, what happens with most of these so-called alien miners? Do they ever show up or do they disappear? No, a lot of them disappear unless they're people who are being followed by uh, an alien advocacy organization that is shepherding a special immigrant juvenile uh, package through the system for them. They tend to just disappear. So when HHS is quoted as saying these children are missing, when the left-wing media, which is now, frankly, what we used to call the mainstream media, and now the Democratic Party is trying to hammer this as an election issue, claiming these are disappeared children. In fact, they haven't disappeared, right? They're just with illegal immigrant parents who have no intention of obeying the law because they ever, never did in the first place. That's correct, and it's a direct result of policies that came out of the Flores Agreement in the Obama administration, not anything that the Trump administration is doing. In fact, if the Trump administration actually wanted to keep track of these individuals, it might be difficult because of the way the system is set up, because the children essentially go from immigration custody to HHS custody to contractor or state agency custody from HHS. So then... The people who are arguing that the children should not be either detained or separated from their parents, that the parents should be released with the children pending some asylum claim, which is in all likelihood fraudulent, although not definitely, but in all likelihood is, 
What, what's the net effect of the policy they're demanding? Well, the net effect of the policy they're demanding creates a, a right, for lack of a better term, of families to come into the United States whenever they show up here under the guise that we don't want to separate families. But the fact is— So they make a legal asylum claim. They don't make a refugee claim in the home country or in Mexico. They make it here, knowing the courts are backlogged, knowing they'll get a hearing date some years down the line— having heard through the grapevine that once they get in and make a credible fear claim, if that's approved, which it probably will be, then they'll be released and they'll disappear forever. So the people who are pushing a change in the Trump administration policy are simply saying we should have an an open door to anybody who wants to come in and abuse our asylum system and just walk in. That's 100% correct. And the Trump administration is actually acting within its authority under all of these statutes and the Flores Agreement to make appropriate decisions to protect the safety of the children and to ensure that the people they're traveling with, who they claim are their parents, are actually their family members. So then why is the ACLU squawking that this is all inhumane and horrible? Well, because I think the ACLU wants to divert the the attention and try and turn this into a human rights issue rather than a border enforcement issue. Because if they portray it as a human rights issue and they succeed, then all of these people will essentially be able to come into the United States by virtue of the fact that they show up to the border as a family unit. And it seems like the ACLU now believes there's an international right to cross borders if you want to at this point. They definitely believe that. I think that's been a a key point in their immigration platform ever since Trump started running as a candidate. But that was not the historical positions of the ACLU. It was not the historical position of the ACLU, and it's not really a viable legal position even under international law. So the Trump administration is doing what it should be doing, and we should be supporting them. We should be supporting them, and what they're doing at, at its base is an exercise of U.S. sovereignty, which the U.S. government is entitled to do. All right. We heard it here from Matt O'Brien. I'm Dan Stein. Thanks for joining us for another FAIR podcast. That's all for this episode of FAIR Podcasts. Be sure to click the subscribe button and head over to fairus.org to contact us through email or Twitter at FAIR Immigration to keep you up to date on the latest immigration update and reports. That's fairus.org.